Jazz and Chargers Unleashed, Sebastian Joseph Day, you know the vibes, we outside. You're listening to the Chargers Unleashed Podcast with your host, Dan Wolkenstein and Jake Hefner. Welcome to another edition of Chargers Unleashed. Jake Efner and Dan Wolfenstein here with you from the LA Football Network. Today's show, of course, being brought to you by BUSR, Charger Bolt Family, and Rock Solid Sports Memorabilia. If this is your first time tuning in the show, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Dan Wolkenstein, 10 days remaining till the first Chargers game of the regular season against the Las Vegas Raiders. Just want to hit something. Just want to hit something. <laughs> It's been a minute since you and I have recorded together. Obviously, a busy week for both you and I that we have gone through. But I promise you, for those of you that are watching today, the wait is well worth it. Dan Wolkenstein, please tell him why. Today, special guest in the house, Sir Bash a lot or Bash. Sebastian Joseph Day joins us on Chargers Unleashed. going to be talking to us about the offensive line, defensive line, his teammates talking about going into week one versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Honestly, one of the best personalities on the entire team. One of our favorite guests that we've had. Can't wait for you guys to see this one. Sebastian Joseph Day joins Chargers Unleashed. Coming up next. Well, Chargers preseason is officially in the books. Roster cuts are complete. Next up, the Las Vegas Raiders to open up the 2022 NFL season your defensive lineman for the Chargers, special guest in the house, one of the most important additions to the team defense. Game wrecker, guitar player, you know the vibe, wearing the 6'9", Seabass, Sir Bash-a-Lot. Sebastian Joseph Day joins us on Chargers Unleashed. Sebastian, thanks for hopping on. How are you? I'm great. I'm great, y'all. But I got to put this out there. I don't like Seabass. Call me Bash. <laughs> no more Seabass. I got to get that correct off the bat. <laughs> Bash, I appreciate the amazing intro, though. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. And uh, we just had a great day of practice. We got after it. We did some up-tempo stuff. It was, a good, it, was a, it was a good week. Great week. We got better this week. Do you know where Seabass came from? <sighs> Honestly, I'm going to tell you the truth. So I remember in, like, fifth grade, in fifth grade of basketball. So I was really a ba- – I loved basketball. And they uh, and they told him, and I had this coach, younger guy. He was like, he say every time I like, you know, I was pretty solid. So he'd be like, yeah, kick his ass, sea bass. I know I'm dumb and dumber, but honestly, that was the only time ever after that I was ever called that. Everyone else called me bash on the East Coast, so I didn't hear sea bass until I came out here. I feel like it's super West Coast, and super weird. Like all my friends and uh, family come out and like they hear someone call me that, they're like. I'm gonna go by Bash or Bash a lot. I know that's your Instagram handle and all that. Um, look, we're gonna get to all kinds of stuff to you. We have some fun in store. Talk about this offense and defense, talk about the interior defensive line. Get to know you a little bit better with the segment we call Hot Takes Cold Beer, which I think you'll love. But just to kind of kick things off, uh, Raiders coming to town September 11th. What are you looking forward to week one? I know you guys are looking forward to like scratching at the bit to kind of get this thing going. Yeah, I mean, we're just looking, we're just looking forward just to, you know, come together as a team and just, you know, uh, play another opponent. You know, obviously, you know, we had a taste in that with the Cowboys and uh, that was that was a good time and that was fun and um, that was a great test. You know, Cowboys are a great team and they gave us a lot of good looks. 
But um, that was going to be the first, like, true test as a team that, it, you know, really counts. We're putting it all together, all three phases. So um, we're just really excited, you know. Uh, Raiders is a great team, obviously, you know, with their new head coach and great pieces. So we're excited to get after it. Sebastian, tons of moves made in the Chargers for the Chargers this offseason, bringing in all kinds of different talent on both sides of the ball. Yourself, Austin Johnson, JC, uh, Khalil Mack, Gerald Everett, Kyle Van Noy, list goes yeah. on. Yeah. Talk to us about what it means to yourself and the players knowing that the front office is this invested in this team's success. Oh, I mean, it means a great deal to us. You know, um, they want to win. And, you know, uh, all the players that they feel like they brought in, they all want to win, right? They all want to win as well. So I just think, you know, everyone's on the same page. And, uh, you know, it's a beautiful thing when you, when you see that when you see that all intertwined, all come together to, to you know, to create some cohesion within the team. And, you know, um, that's how special things happen. So I'm just, I'm just excited to be part of it, man. It's a, it's a blessing. And, uh, yeah, it's the reason why I came here, man. I don't want any other way. Yeah, and a lot of familiarity, obviously, that you have with Coach Staley. But you going up against a whole brand-new uh, list of names on the offensive line, uh, you know, the, the rookie Zion Johnson, Matt Filer, Corey Lindsley, the rest of the all-line unit. But what stood out to you when you get to go up against these guys in practice? Oh, it's great. I think, I think their style of play, you know, is very rugged, um, very rugged, uh, very smart, detailed uh, technicians. I mean, like I said, I've gone against Corey in uh, – in in previous occasions, you know, Corey's, you know, by far the best center I went against. And being able to go against him every day is awesome because we get to just duke it out, right? Um, iron sharp, sharpens iron. And um, and Matt, you know, Matt, Matt, Matt's from Bloomsbury. I tell him every day because I mess with him. I'm like, uh, Matt Filer, Bloomsbury, Pennsylvania. Because, you know, I, I actually grew up. I grew up in, uh, P- in Stroudsburg. You know, I was born in Jersey, but was raised in PA. So I know that area really well. And I know people out there, they're rugged, man. Rugged, tough, uh, lunch pail. So, you know, every day, you know, every day is a battle with those guys. And, you know, we're getting each other better. And it, it's um, no other way you want it to be, right? Duking it out each and every day. We're talking to Sebastian Joseph today, a.k.a. Bash. Uh, covering this Chargers team for a while, we've seen how important an interior presence is to a defense and what can happen when it can't impose its will on an offense. We've also seen you dominate for a while. Like, I'm curious from your perspective, like, what separates, you know, an average or good interior defense from the great ones? I think what deteriorates both of those are... Um, the ones that can adapt and do multiple, like can can stop you in multiple ways, right? Because all offenses are different. And nowadays, you know, the league's gone to a lot of spread stuff, right? A lot of spread when we get the ball out quick, you know? So I think being able to not only be rugged and be able to stop the run when you need to, but also be able to spread it out, spread it out and spread out with the offense and be able to stop them passing and, oh, wait, we can also stop the run, even though we're spread on defense as well. You know what I mean? It's just being adaptable. Um, being able to always just be – always be ready for what the offense is going to throw. Always, you know, never being a step behind. And that's what it is nowadays. Nowadays, you know, offenses are so advanced to do such a great job getting the ball out fast. You know, they have these amazing – these amazing weapons, amazing receivers, amazing backs, uh, amazing quarterbacks like a run now, right? So now that's another thing. So – it's just being able to always finding ways to 
being one step ahead of those of those, of those offenses and being adaptable. It's interesting. I feel like the last couple of years, Chargers fans all over the place and folks covering the team, like there's been such a heightened scrutiny and so such an importance placed on like the trench game, both offense and defensive line. And now that we have kind of this revamped defensive line with yourself, Austin Johnson, you know, the the there's a lot of folks kind of questioning and just wondering, like from a an interior defensive lineman, like that mindset, like that point of view, like take us through like what that mindset is like, whether it's on a passing down or a, or a rushing down, like what's that processing like for you on like a play-by-play perspective? Okay, so obviously, you know, you're lining up. We, we, as soon as you get the line, you're seeing what formation the offense presents you, right? You're reading your clues, reading your tips that you've studied, things like that. Um, not just the tips of what the offense presenting, what formation they're in, but also the tips of what the offensive line the men that you're probably against is giving you that you've studied. Um, and then you put your hand down and you just read your key. You go like off of what you've studied and what what you know about that person that you're going against, and the keys that maybe you've studied that you were able to pick up on or not, maybe maybe not be able to pick up on, and just go. And um, you know, obviously technique. Like I'm kind of short changing it. A lot of technique that's involved. A lot sure. of main placement that's involved, and 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 stuff like that. But. You know, that's honestly the simplest way I think I could honestly uh, break it down for people to understand without, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> making them confused a little bit, you know? No, you're good. You're good. All right. Uh, we're wrapping up before we get into hot takes and cold beer with Sebastian Joseph Day. Uh, a couple more for you before we get to that segment. You've played on the same team as some quarterbacks. So Jared Goff, Matthew Stafford with the Rams. Now you're playing alongside Justin Herbert. What does it do to a defense or to you, like when you're going up against a quarterback of his caliber? And how does going up against him in practice kind of benefit you and the defense as you begin to kind of prepare for opposing teams this season? Oh, for sure. I mean, a quarterback like Justin, man, you know, he's top tier, right? Um, top tier. And uh, going against a guy like that each and every day just prepares you so well as a, as a defense. I mean, if you think about it, you know, he's kind of what I was talking about earlier, you know. Uh, one of those offenses that, you know, they spread you and they could, you know, he could beat you passing the ball, he could beat you running the ball, he could beat you running him with the ball himself because he's athletic, you know, Justin's athletic. So um, going against a guy like that every day in practice is unreal. Um, he definitely makes us better in every facet of the game and uh, run, pass, all of it because, you know, he's so versatile and he's just and he's intelligent, man. Really, really smart guy, and uh, it's it's really it's really awesome to be able to go against him every day. I guess it's better for sure. You, you mentioned real quick. You mentioned in your press conference about I think you mentioned annoying Justin. I think it was last week or so. <laughs> yeah. uh, I know. I'm sure he probably you already gave him kind of your coveted bash stamp of approval. But take us into like what that was like. What, what was the thing that annoyed him? Like when he got so sensitive. I think he said, uh, "Walk us through that story." Uh, well, I kind of want to keep that in house, <laughs> but you know, there was just a little banter back and forth, a little banter back and forth, and uh, you know, he wasn't happy. Let's say, obviously, I had a good rep, I had a good rep, and uh, I had a good rep, and you know, he wasn't too happy, you know, and some things were said, and you know, I, I was kind of bothering him for the rest of practice about it. <laughs> You know, but it's okay. It's okay. You know, it's all love. And, you know, after the, after that, we shake it up. We hug each other. We say, you know, it's all love. We just compete. We're competitors. You know, we, we all want to be great. And that's good. That's good because, you know, like I said in the press conference, um, you know, 
I think competitive excellence is is bred and and happens under pressure and under those situations when you're annoyed and when you're mad and when you're tired and you know and 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 when uh, people are people are stop <laughs> stop and when people that's Sony Michelle my dog Sony <laughs> yeah and when people uh you know and when people are you know challenging you because sure. I think it's either fight or flight in that regard right so it's just a positive thing and after and afterwards dap it up it was all love it was all love you know it was all love we hooked it up with chuckle the vibe in got push it nice Especially, let's talk about another one of your teammates. Brendan Fajoko got very emotional this week during his press conference following his yeah. announcement that he made the 53-man roster. Obviously, very well-deserved for him. We've also seen the bond between you guys from the early days of camp, shutting down the whole blockbuster nickname for the interior defensive line, and then just the two of you had just have such a great camaraderie with one another. But what's yeah. the chemistry been between you and Brendan as well as the rest of your teammates on the D-line? Oh yeah, Brandon's man, you know, great dude, hilarious, uh, loves the game, uh, rugged, you know, plays those double teams, rugged. Um, and we're not the blockbusters. That shit's out of there. Get that, get that BS out of here. We're the we're we're just rugged, plain and simple, up front rugged. That's all. That's all we gotta be. That's all it is. But now, nah, Bray for real is had a great camp and uh, Flash did a lot of great things in the run. And even in the past sometimes, so even in the past at times. So, um, you know, huge shout out to him. He's just a great dude, happy, always smiling, always bringing great energy. Um, definitely a, a positive energy guy in that locker room, right? That keeps everyone, keeps everything lighthearted and uh, keeps everyone smiling. But one thing I do love about Bray is that, you know, you know, we joke around, but when it's time to lock in, we lock in. And he understands that, you know, and, uh, you know, him and I have been able to bond, you know, uh, off that in general, you know, you know, could have fun, but you know, it's time to lock in, it's lock in. The line room as a whole though is, is great. Um, great personalities all around, you know, um, Austin Johnson's funny as well. Morgan Fox, you know, I played with him for three years. Great dude. Um, uh, CC, uh, Jerry, uh, Joe Gaziano, you know, just great, great camaraderie, great group of men that, just want to be great and just put their head down and work each and every day. And um, I think when you have men that do that and have one common goal, you know, special things happen. So hopefully, you know, just keep that same mentality and that same mindset and keep it going. I love it. We're wrapping up with Sebastian Joseph Day, uh, Sir Bash a lot or Bash. Uh, all right, Bash, we have one segment called Hot Takes Cold Beer. Basically, we give a phrase. Hot takes means you agree. Cold beer means you disagree. Got five quick rapid fire questions for you on this. You ready? Wait, don't set me up, though. Don't set me up. Don't ask me. I, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, Jake. Go ahead. Kick it off. Just, All right. I'll throw that out there. Okay. Yeah. So, Sebastian, I mean, there's – quickly before the question comes, you just seem like you've been part of this team for 10 years, the way that you've gained so much camaraderie with not only your teammates, but the fan base as well. I kind of actually thought you missed your calling as a conductor when you're out there just – you know, raising your hand up, getting everybody to cheer and be quiet and then get cheer again. But you just have such a great personality. But is Sebastian Joseph Day the biggest trash talker on the Chargers defense, hot takes or cold beer? I think I think it's cold beer because I believe it or not, I've have you heard Joey Bosa's mic up? I mean, <laughs> that boy, 
<laughs> that boy be talking, and you hear, you hear some. You see some clips of Khalil. Bad man. That's a bad man right there. I think. Yes. You know, I think you know. I think it's gonna be a pretty uh, fair share of everyone on that defense. I think, I think it's gonna be a fun time. It's gonna be a good time overall. Oh, okay. All right, we we got a we had a ton of hype guys on this defense, a lot of personalities. Uh, next yeah. one, hot takes, cold beer. Derwin James is the biggest hype man on this Chargers defense. That's a hot take. I like I, Derwin. Yeah, he brings the energy. He brings the juice. He's bringing he's bringing the juice. And at the moment, I I stepped in this building. Energy guy, hype man, getting everyone going, and uh, you know Derwin's just a great dude, and it's awesome because you know that's kind of my personality as well. So I think it just meshes really well. And uh, Derwin's a great dude, uh, outstanding person, number one, outstanding person, and amazing football player. So, you know, that's hot. That's that's true hot take for sure. Love it. All right. You appeared on the one and only Mike Tyson's podcast, Hot Boxing. So I'm sure you're familiar yeah, with Tyson's reputation in the ring. Hot takes cold beer. Sebastian Joseph Day can take a punch from Mike Tyson. Oh, I wish Mike Tyson the prime or now. Nah, that, nah, 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 that's cold beer. That's cold beer. I ain't never thinking that. I don't want that. Have you seen those videos of him of him uh, working working out? Oh yeah, and he was wearing like this thick little pad protecting himself. He still he flying. I I am messing with that. My dog Mike, I love that. Now, Sebastian, we've had a lot of your teammates on here really talk about their love for music and. We know, we know who is not allowed to touch the ox <coughs> in 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 the locker room. We've heard that obviously. Who's not who's not allowed to touch it? But Nasir Adderley has the best taste in music on the team. Hot takes, cold beer. Ooh, that might be cold beer, my boy. <laughs> All right. All right. I don't know. I, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't. Nah. I mean, listen, man. Everyone's musical taste is different. You know what I'm saying? All we know is that we're not giving Braden the ox. Playing some, that's what <laughs> yes. we know for sure. That's not happening. So, yes. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Gotcha. All right. And then last one, and we'll get you out of here. So, for folks who do not know, you have your own food show called Dine and Bash, and it's been a it's been a minute since we've seen an episode. So hot takes cold beer that dine and bash will return for a second season this year. Hot take. It is, it is coming back. Dine and bash is coming back. Yeah. We actually have a bunch of episodes lined up, uh, just, you know, camp and everything like that. And also that, and also a uh, hot box with Mike, with Mike as well. Yeah. Let's that. go. Can't wait for that. Sebastian, thank you so much for joining us, man. This has been so fun. And honestly, Chargers fans, everyone in the community, they love having you on this team, and they've embraced you, and you're one of the fan favorites. I know you do a ton with the community. I know Bashing Hunger is one of the charitable initiatives that you are on that focuses on combating food insecurity, increasing food mm-hmm. rescue. So I know you do a ton for, for the fans and for the organization, as well as for the community. Anything else you want to tell the great, great friends of Chargers Unleashed before we get you out of here? Uh, I just want to say thank you very much for um... – you know, accepting me and opening up your arms to me to the Chargers community. Um, it's been super fun so far, and uh, you know, I'm just excited. The team and I are excited just to, you know, go out there and just do great things and just play hard for y'all, you know, because at the end of the day, there's no NFL without the players, and there's no NFL without the fans. So we thank y'all, we appreciate y'all, 
appreciate the support and um yeah god bless thank you very much for having me love it sebastian thank bash you, thank you so much for joining us it's been so much fun you see him number six out on the field going up against the raiders week one thank you so much sebastian we'll talk to you soon Thanks, hey, you know the outside. Yeah, let's get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>